Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're so excited. And since it's now officially the holiday season, you get to be our uh, inauguration into the Christmas season. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's my first time, so I'm excited. We're excited to have you. So to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started writing? Oh, okay. Um, it was so long ago. I'm trying to, <laughs> to think. It was back in 2005, 2006, I think. Um, yeah, because I hadn't been married very long. Um, I read a book. And now that you've asked me about it, I cannot remember the title. Of course, of I put it. you on the spot. <laughs> no, like, and I know, I feel like I should have been more prepared. Um, it's the same author, uh, Lauren Weisberger, I think, the one who wrote um, The Devil Wars Prada. Mm -hmm. I read another one of her books not the, the big one, which I, I loved, The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and at the end of the book, the main character had like this epiphany and was just like, I'm going to be a writer. Like she went through all this stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, me too. And <laughs> that's literally how I fell into it. So I love that so much. So had you been a big writer before that? No, I'm <laughs> a huge reader though. Like, you know, I've been reading since I was like 12, like sneaking Harlequins, you know, for my, you know, under the bed, flashlight at night. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Who introduced you to uh, your first romance novel? I don't know. Like, I don't know authors from back then. It was just like whatever I could get my hands on. Like, just, you know, the little Harlequins. My mom mm -hmm. had like these little box sets and she used to hide them in our living room. It had like this like little tablecloth thing over it. And I would just sneak in there. But I don't remember author names. Oh, that's fine. So your mom was uh, sort of the influence on getting you into oh, into the reading. Actually, yeah. She yeah. used to take me and my sister. Um, I'm from Orlando, Florida, and she used to take us every Saturday and we would check out the Max books and read them all. Like we were both huge readers. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. And especially like getting to share that with your sister too. She's a huge reader too. So yeah. <laughs> Still. Do you, does she read your, does she read your books now? She does. Actually, she's my part-time virtual assistant as well. She's awesome. I love that so much. It's a family business. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what inspired you um, to write Romantic Suspense, because, you know, going from uh, Devil Wars Prada or Weisbringer to, you know, something more action-packed, like that evolution had to be sort of an up and down for you. Well, I'm trying to think of who who I fell into reading Linda Howard was one of them um I just started reading everything I could get my hands on in suspense mm -hmm. oh and um, Roxanne St. Clair I don't know if she writes romantic suspense anymore but you know back then I know she definitely did yeah. um the troubleshooters I think it was so yeah I just read everything I could get my hands on in suspense is what kept like pulling me you know you to it, yeah so. did you um did you kind of like have challenges figuring out that your voice matched into that genre or was it just sort of like a natural fit from the get-go finding my voice took probably like five books like it was <laughs> you know like that's just about that. I don't know yeah it took a while to really get to where I was comfortable and I can look back at um in some of my earlier books and I can see that I still hadn't figured out I hadn't figured out my voice then but I'm I'm pretty secure in it now I love that. So I noticed in your bio that you have a psychology degree. So I'm curious to know, how does your degree help with your writing? Um, so that degree, the degree I got is because it was like my third or fourth time switching 
majors and my parents paid for my college and they were like, you have to pick something. something. I had done education, business and something else. And I kept switching and it took me a little while to graduate. Um, And I was, I'm fascinated with people and what makes them tick. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously that, that definitely plays into it, but I got the degree because I had to get a degree. (laughs) Awesome. But do you use it at all in your, like in your writing? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, how, or you know, tell us about the How the Hitman Stole Christmas. Um, this is your newest romance or your newest holiday romance, and it's also the start of a new series. It is, yes. Um, in Protecting Rebel, the potentially the last book in my Redstone Security series, I'm not sure. Um, I introduced this character, Eliana, and she was such a weirdo. She is such a weirdo, and. My critique partner was like, you really need to write her story. story. Like, you know what? I'm just going to. And so I turned off that internal editor that sometimes I let take over. I mean, if you've read it, they're, you know, they're both weird. Like they do not fit into like normal societal molds. And I just had fun with it. So, yeah, that's actually um sort of the segue to my next question, which was like trying to figure out the right match for these two. And the fact that they are so unique in their personalities. Um how did you know she she came to you in the first book but how did you sort of like formulate that character of Elena um oh that's a tough question I don't know if I know how to answer that um my characters just sort of come to me I know that sounds like a crappy answer I'm sorry no do you hear them do you see like scenes that they pop into like um that is almost how all of my books start like it it's like a kernel of an idea and it was the thing with her stalking him with the drone just watching him mm-hmm. and that is how that was born and it was only supposed to be like 20 25,000 words and it's still a novella ish it's right at 40,000 it ended up being a little longer than I planned so oh my gosh and I love the drone because I desperately want one um they're illegal in my neighborhood so I cannot have one which is very upsetting Ooh. to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I live in the country so we have you know very little regulations <laughs> I love that. Um, so how do you get into the Christmas spirit when it's not Christmas time? Oh my gosh, I love Christmas. I'm like um, Buddy the <laughs> I was listening to some of the Grinchy answers and I was like, oh, I have no answer. Um, my son, oh, my son, he's 12. He's just like me. Uh, we've already, I'm at my mom's house. You can see all her fall decorations behind I me. I love it, yeah. Um, but at my house, my, my son, he was just like, mommy he's like we need to start pulling out our Christmas bedding and I'm like well it hasn't even been Halloween yet he's like so it's our house we can do what we want so we did we've already started (laughs) and I read a study recently that said that people who decorate early and leave their decorations up for Halloween or for Christmas are actually happier oh I love that I think I'm pretty happy um my mom is too my mom's like buddy the elf times you know 100. <laughs> I love it. I had to get it somewhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you and your mom and your sister, do you guys sh- uh, swap books? Oh, we, well, we give each other recommendations. Mm-hmm. My mom definitely reads, she doesn't like spice. She loves suspense. Um, she reads a little differently than us. Um, but my sister and I, yes, we definitely swap. Um, I got her reading Nalini Singh, awesome. um, The Murderbot Diaries. I kept telling her for months I was like you've got to read just try all systems read the first novella and she's like no that sounds really dumb I'm like okay well it's not so I went ahead and I just ordered it for her and I had it mailed like a hardcover mailed directly 
And then the next time I saw her, her husband, my brother-in-law was like, yeah, we didn't see her for like a week. She ordered the rest of the series. It just was like, and she's, we're both looking forward to the, the upcoming, um, oh my gosh, it's in like two or three weeks. We're both really looking forward to it. Oh my gosh, isn't that the best feeling when you know that that book is like just around the corner and you just can't wait to put your hands yes. on it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. Um, so let's see. What can readers expect from you next? Um, in 2024, I'm launching a spinoff to um, my Redemption Harbor series. It's called Redemption Harbor Security. So that is, I'm trying to think. I know it's January, March, and May, I think. I can't remember the exact dates. Um, and I haven't announced this yet. And I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I'm going to anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, my agent just uh, sold the audio rights to that. Congrats. I'm so excited because I, awesome. I've put out a lot of my own and it's exhausting. And I'm sort of this year, I'm dialing back or this year, next year on things I'm doing. Um, so not to have to worry about production at all is really nice. That's awesome. So, Are you going to still get uh, to maybe have a thumbs up and thumbs down to the voice? You know, I hope so. Um, I've worked with different um, production companies in the past, and I always ask. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really hopeful that I will. Awesome. That's great. Well, congratulations, and that's a good uh, introduction to your year of letting go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Katie, we're going to transition now into our uh, fresh facts section of questions. These are just sort of like fun, light questions to answer, and then we also have some special Christmas ones that we're going to go through as well. Oh, okay. Okay, awesome. Okay, so what is your favorite genre to read? Uh, paranormal, romance, all romance. I feel like that goes without saying, but yeah, paranormal, sort of sci-fi. Awesome. And then what is one genre that you never want to read again? Oh, oh, this feels mean. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Hmm. We won't tell them. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that I don't want to read it again. YA isn't really like something you know I've read, I read some but it's probably like my least favorite of everything yeah, else that makes sense not as much you know it's only smooching not as much other fun stuff <laughs> yeah and I mean I understand why and it just you know I'd rather read about I'm in my 40s I'd rather read about people a little bit older who have life mm-hmm. experience <laughs> exactly who have relationships it's nice <laughs> what is your favorite trope to read oh Okay, um, to read, hmm, I love, I love friends to lovers, I, I love enemies to lovers, I can't pick just one, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I love it, I love second chance, like, that's one of my huge, uh, tropes in a lot of my books, second chance is, that's one of my favorites. Awesome, I love that. Okay, so what is your favorite time of day to write? What do you mean? <laughs> like I'm sorry yeah what time of day do you like to write do you like to get up in the morning time of day I'm Mm -hmm. sorry okay I did not hear I was okay you're like Um, time I between eight and three because that's when my kid is at school (laughs) that's fair honestly as soon as he's gone that is when I am writing I I prefer it early morning because if I can get in two or three thousand words a day then I can do all the admin stuff Absolutely. Okay. So then to switch that question, what is your favorite time of day to read? Oh, nighttime. Like curled up in bed. I've got, I'm at my mom's house right now, but I have two very, very loud dogs and a needy child and a needy husband. So <laughs> by time we all sort of like, you know, pile in the bed or we pile on the couch and um, most of us except the dogs are reading. <laughs> so. 
I love it so much. The dogs are like, we're still reading too. We're just reading in our minds. Yeah. <laughs> Piper, she sits next to me. I don't know if you guys follow me on social media. She's my golden doodle and she's Aww. always, always up. I swear. Whatever I'm you doing, she wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. My, uh, we have um, like a cattle dog and she is my husband's shadow. Oh, <laughs> our lab. That's my husband's shadow. Yeah. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Um, what is one new hobby or practice that you've picked up recently? Um, quilting. I got into, Ooh. what is it, two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it was just supposed to, I was going through this thing when I had turned 40, I was like, I want to try something new every month. So I signed up for a quilting class and I had done a couple things before that. I had learned to make stained glass, which was really cool, but it was really messy. And I was like, all right, this is fun, but I think I'm done. Mm -hmm. And just something else which I can't think of right now and then the third thing was quilting and then I just became obsessed so. yeah, I, do it. I love it now would you ever put quilting excuse me quilting into your stories um yes okay my kid he wants he like wants me to write this story mm -hmm. and I have a little notebook of notes um where it just the murder starts in, in a quilt shop and like there's blood on all this new fabric and um one day I love it <laughs> like a cozy mystery yeah I can see it. I think it sounds great. <laughs> one day. <laughs> so what is one luxury item or unnecessary product that you cannot live without? Oh. Oh my gosh, that's a tough one. Hmm. I don't know. My quilting fabric is luxury and unnecessary. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll like, it would be so much cheaper just to buy a blanket or a quilt. It's ridiculous how much fabric is. That's so I don't know. Very true. I was gonna say, but it keeps, but it keeps you warm. But to your point, <laughs> yeah, true. probably just get a piece that of fabric. <laughs> are you a pantser or are you a plotter? I plot very heavily, and then even when I and I didn't when I first started. I was, you know, by the seat of my pants, and I can I can see a huge difference from mm -hmm. when I don't thoroughly plot. It just takes me so much longer. So I'd rather spend more time plotting and that way when I'm actually writing I don't get stuck yeah you have it like that you have that uh that map to lead you on the way yes. <laughs> what is some advice that you would give to your younger self oh hmm like my younger writer self sure um let's say be kinder to yourself don't be so hard on yourself yeah, that's great advice. We can all use that advice too. Yeah. <laughs> if you could collaborate with one writer, who would your dream writer collaboration be with? Dara Ward. But I mean, that would never happen. Oh, or Nora Roberts, you know, as JD Robb. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's like dream crazy level. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so then a spinoff question of that. What would be two writers you'd love to see write together? Oh, okay. Nalini Singh mm -hmm. and Jared Ward. I love think it. they're both amazing. I would love to sort of, and they have these big epic worlds. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to create something together. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll put that out there, guys. Our lips to God's ears on that one. Out to the universe. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. So when you write, do you keep music on or do you like it to be silent? Um, Both. Okay. Sometimes I'll play... And if my family is in the house, I have to like shut my office door and turn on a noise machine because it drives them crazy. I'll listen to like the same song over and over. Um, and then other times, just nothing, just silence. I completely understand that listening to the same song, 
But you just get caught in there yeah. and then there's like a world that builds with it. It's like the emo, yeah, the emotion. It's the vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you ever make a playlist for any of your any of your books? No. <laughs> no. Um my my best friend and critique partner, even though she's um she's off for the year because she's getting her master's. Um, she made me a couple like years ago. This is like probably a decade ago. And I still, I still have them, my little burn CDs. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, what is the best book that you've read recently? Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. I just finished a trilogy and I know that they have been around forever. So I'm not saying I discovered them, but for me, I recently discovered them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Mayer and... Oh, if it's cruisy or cruise jennifer cruisy i think i might be saying it right mm-hmm. yes okay i discovered agnes and the hitman i think it popped up in my feed because i just put out a hitman book and i was like okay this looks good so i read it and it was hilarious <laughs> and then so i discovered a trilogy they just put out lavender's blue rest in pink and then one in vermilion and it was just fun it was a really just fun entertaining trilogy i really really enjoyed it i love that so when you're writing um can you read it within your genre or do you like to switch and do something completely different? Um, uh, when I'm writing paranormal, I, I don't mind reading paranormal because mm-hmm. the world's like, you know, J.R. Ward or yeah. anything. Um, they're so, they're just so unique. I'm not worried about sort of picking anything up as far as suspense. It really depends. Um, yeah. I tend not to read too much suspense if I'm really deep into a suspense series. Awesome. Do you, um, do you like switch hats, switch hats in the sense of like, are you going to be, are you writing one genre at a time or do you write multiple books at the same time? Oh no. One book at a time. One book at yeah, a time. Yeah. I could not, no. <laughs> It'd be so hard. Like, don't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> too many hats. Yeah. What, uh, what book world yours or another author's would you want to step into? Now you have to decide between J.R. and Nalini. No. Um, <laughs> Sci changeling one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> For sure. So tell us a little bit about your writing day. Um, oh, I mean they're boring. <laughs> Never. <laughs> they're so interesting. <laughs> uh well, I live in the country. Um, you know, it's me and the dogs usually. Like there's not a lot. Um, my mom lives next door. Um I get up early. I get my son ready for school. He has ADHD and he is so distractible. Just it's, it's like a process every morning. So as soon mm-hmm. as my mom takes him to school most mornings. So as soon as he's out the door, um, I try and get in and I try and get in um, 2000. That's my goal. If I get more than that, it's just like icing. Um, and then just admin stuff. Like right now, um, I was going to announce this earlier. I'm just going to say it. So I just got the rights back to my Moonshifter series from like a decade ago. Oh, this whole week and actually the last two weeks I've been working on editing and rewriting because it was so long ago so if I have like really hardcore admin stuff that's what I work on the rest of the day yeah there's so many opportunities on the pipeline especially what is um the most terrible movie you legitimately enjoyed oh enjoyed okay I thought mm-hmm. it was a terrible movie I knew no, what I was gonna say I wanna know. <laughs> oh that I enjoyed okay I don't know um, Napoleon Dynamite, I remember being really ridiculous and I just, I still quote it to this day. Oh, so <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if it was terrible or just. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Um, what is the clothing or accessory everyone hates that you secretly love? Oh, 
Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I recently rediscovered that? little, uh, what are those, butterfly clips? I'm like, a new oh, convert back I to that. Every night, I, when I'm, you know, wash my face, yeah, I love mine. <laughs> keep that, keep that curl safe, smartly. Yes. <laughs> All right, so this is a silly, another silly question. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? Oh, books. <laughs> I mean, like, it's insane. How many I don't books think it's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> do you like to have physical books or do you prefer audio ebook? How do you like to read at this point? Oh, it's funny. I don't, the last two years I've been collecting print books. Um, we had nice. to buy a bunch more bookshelves and my husband's like, you know, you can get rid of some. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. They're my friends. Um, yes, exactly. They're my friends. Um, I love, oh, I can't pick. That's a really tough choice. Um, cause I still read a ton of eBooks. I've always got my Kindle or my Kobo. I have a new Kobo I got this year, which I love. Um, it's the Clara two, I think it's called. All I know is it's waterproof and it's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and that's then I'm always listening to an audiobook. So like I sort do of you, just, one, one's done. I'm starting another. Start another one. Do you ever do podcasts or is it strictly audiobooks? No, but I feel like I need to get into podcasts. So yeah, I've heard, I've heard about some interesting ones. So yeah. Awesome. They're definitely helpful for research, I feel. Okay. Do you have any um, you would recommend? Oh, boy. Um, I love Crime Junkies. <laughs> I think that that's an excellent one. Junkies? Okay. Uh, yeah, Crime Junkies is the name of it. Um, yeah, I think that one actually will be a good starter point for you. They've got That'll lots of little stories. I'll look it up tomorrow. Excellent. All right. So let's see. What are you? So you already told us what you read recently that you liked. What are you watching or listening to right now that you want to recommend? Um, I just, as in like an hour ago, I finished listening to, um, it's Molly Harper and, you know, Amanda Ronconi is, yeah. I mean, as you shake your head, yes. Oh my gosh. Right. I love her narration. I just listened to, um, Big Witch Energy and I'm ready for the next one, but I think it comes out in 2024. So I'm a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here are our Christmas questions before I open the floor up to our readers to ask some follow-up questions off camera. Um, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Oh, um, my, we make my grandma, I mean, she died when I was, I think it was like eight or nine. Um, but we make, it's her recipe. It's these molasses cookies. Um, we make them and we make the icing, everything from scratch. And my mom has gotten now, you know, the grandkids doing it as well. So that's definitely my favorite. I love that. Getting to share generation. It's like a little cookie production. It's like around the table and you know, the husbands get into it too. It's, See who can make the coolest cookie. Mine are always mm -hmm. terrible, but <laughs> as long as they taste good, that all that matters really. Icing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the best gift you ever gave to somebody? Oh. Well, that's a really tough one. I like to lay under my Christmas tree and tell my family, you're welcome. <laughs> uh I'm gonna think of something real. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Um gosh. Oh, I'm going to put a pin in that one and maybe okay. go back to it because I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Um, okay. So what is your favorite piece of holiday pop culture? It could be like a book, a movie, um, like a song. Oh my gosh. The holiday armadillo. <laughs> What's the <laughs> holiday armadillo? From Friends? Oh, my, yes. Yes. Obviously. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the holiday. Oh, I'll do the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> I let my son, we're letting him starting to watch some Friends now. Mm -hmm. um, some are still too inappropriate, but yeah, the holiday armadillo is the best. It's perfect. Oh my God. I love it so much. I keep thinking also of, um, 
can't remember if it was Matt LeBlanc who had the turkey on his head. I have a t-shirt. I should have worn it um, with the <laughs> with Thanksgiving um, turkey. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it so much. <laughs> All right. What is one thing about the holidays that you cannot live without? Ooh. Um, Christmas music. I don't know. That's, you know, I've already got it playing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> It's perfect. It's the first. It counts. It's fine. That's true. <laughs> I skip right over Thanksgiving. I don't care. Exactly. It's fine. All right. So this is a really controversial question, depending on people's opinions. But do you prefer <laughs> a real tree or a fake tree? Oh, a fake tree for our house because our dogs are insane. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't care, though. Like, I like them both. Like, my sister's family, she always gets a real one. And I love it. I love the way it smells. Um, but I like not having to clean up anything. So, you know, those little those needles get everywhere. And especially when you have a pet, they'll just eat them up too. Yeah, our lab. I just the, the golden doodle piper, I'm not really worried about her, but Jack, he's just he's a wild dog. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's a lab. He's trying. <laughs> yeah. He's so smart too. But then it's sometimes I'm just like, you have rocks in your head. He's weird. <laughs> really smart about some things, but so yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, are you a fan of fruitcake? Yes or no? Randomly, I've had good, uh, yes, I've had really good um, fruitcake. I think it gets a bad rap. Yeah, I was going to say, I think when you've had good fruitcake, it'll make a big difference, honestly. Yes, yeah, so yeah, totally agree with you on that. All right, well, before I open this up to the floor, I have one last question for you about Christmas. Um, do you do Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? We do both. Um, oh. We do. It, yes. So my husband's family, they grew up doing everything on Christmas Eve. Um, so we combined it. We do one or two special guests. My son wants to do all of them on Christmas Eve. Um, and then, you know, Christmas morning, like the big. So I love that. Well, Katie, um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Before we say goodbye, could you tell our readers uh, where they can find out more about you and stay in touch with you? Oh, um, my website is pretty much you know where you can find out anything about my books um i'm on facebook a decent amount um instagram and tiktok excellent wonderful well katie thank you so much and she's going to stick around to take a couple of questions from our audience yes thank you thank you for having me <laughs>